Lucas Tigers and Bronze is brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. HGA is revolutionizing the industry by implementing software that will allow them to scan, analyze, and grade cards without subjectivity. This allows for consistent and unbiased grading. They have an easy submission process and best-in-class customer service. Their pricing model is simple. Pay by the day, not by the value of the card. And when they say 10 business days, they mean 10 business days. All right, and we're recording. Welcome back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. We've got my amazing co-host, Mr. Cage Lawyer, in the house. Uh, and hopefully I hold it down today as well. Guys, I'm really, really, really looking forward to today's episode. We are we have three things on the menu. We're going to talk about PWCC's monthly auction, Golden's monthly auction, and a lot of the news that's been going around social media with you know record cards hitting record sales. But this middle tier, right, you know, these $1,000, $5,000, a few hundred dollar cards, a lot of them sold relatively cheap. And a lot of our community, uh, a lot of the buyers in our community had a lot of success getting some what, what we think are steals, right? It, it's funny, though. You you never know what's a steal until uh, some time goes by, right? Because it looks cheap now, but you never know. So we'll talk a little bit about these recent auctions and what impact they're going to have on the marketplace. We have a really, really special announcement, guys, to make, and it kind of integrates what we've told you for a long time. It integrates our audience, our partners, and what we're doing with our Lucas Tigers NFT. So really excited for that. And then, as always, we'll give plays. So, Cage, we'll, save the, we'll save the announcement till the end. Let's talk about the PWCC golden auctions right you did i get some credit i let you do your whole intro i didn't step on your toes there i didn't like jump on you i didn't i didn't say anything i was trying to behave and guys if you didn't listen to you yesterday's episode do me a favor listen to yesterday's episode because i was i don't know what i was on yesterday i listened to it myself and i was like it might have been my favorite episode i gotta tell you it might it might have been my that might have been my favorite episode um i, I don't I, I i don't know what somebody put something in my coke zero but I think I counted oh, like really? 11, 11 movie references. I, mean, I had some fun. So if you haven't listened to yesterday, go ahead and listen to yesterday's episode. Today is going to be even better. So can we I have what's called in the industry as a range, right? We could be serious guys and interview the Nat Turner and Steve Sloan. We could be serious. But we could also have some fun. And I think what, what people see is the range that we have, you know. And yesterday it was just cage that it was like one of the phone calls you know yeah it was a good time speaking of which we're lucky that we have a daily show steve sloan is no longer president of psa as of when as of about an hour before we record this uh an email went out it's not that he's no not longer with the company i believe his new thing is chief marketing officer of the parent company um collector's universe so he's moving up into a role with the with, you know with the, with the big league the big team the collector's universe team and the president, the new president of the PSA, is somebody who joined the company from uh, Gemmint, you know, Genemint, the you know the company that they bought earlier this year. So I guess uh, the new PSA president. Now I see an email that says, you know, a message from the president Steve Sloan. I'm hoping to see. Congratulations, Cage. We're opening bulk back up. You're finally getting what you asked for. It's going to be eight dollars again. Please send us the five thousand cards that are sitting in the in your basement, waiting to send. But that wasn't what it was. Uh, but I mean, listen, we wish Steve well. We've had him on. Um, if in his new role, director of marketing, he wants to come on our show and market the wide range of offerings that Collectors Universe has, please, we'd love to have you. But that's the cool thing about about 
you know, daily show. Also, we get to talk about auctions and be one of the first people to talk about it, you know, the resulting auctions that you have. Can you do me a favor? Because we're going to talk about auctions. There are two things I need you to pull up, right? If you can. All right. I'm on it. We're going to talk a lot today, but I'll try to be serious. And we have to be careful when we speak, right? Because a lot of what happens in the hobby is messaging. And I forget who it was we had on. Maybe Spinatron, maybe uh, somebody who came on and said, you know what? Or maybe it was Adam. One of them said, you know, I find that the more you have to explain why your card should be valuable, the more you have to story tell about your card, the tougher it's going to be to get the value you think is on it. You know what I mean? And, and yet here we are, we're, we're all about the narrative. We're all about the stories. We're all about why kaboom should be that big, big bad boy and the story about it and how rare they are and the history and the whole deal. And I want to tell you guys, it's all about the storytelling. And the two things we could focus on today are going to be the, the auctions and golden and PWCC and also the post that P Ryan made about that PWCC auction, just as you said. So the first thing I'd like you to pull up is, can you pull up card ladders page? I think it's in their story. Um, They made a post. uh, Chris Hodge put it up about um, the Patrick Mahomes vinyl that sold this weekend. The gold vinyl um, out of five prism that I think sold for in the 300s range. Definitely under $400,000. And what what I think Chris Hodge was showing on that was the, the, the prior sale. By the way, awesome. Chris Hodge, we gave him a little credit. Great guy, you know they're, they're doing the right thing over there. It was nice to meet him. Uh, good to spend some time with folks, yeah. you know. Like Christina, you said, oh, Christina's hilarious. She's funny. Um, she's just telling us about the best pizzas in Connecticut, and I think I had a different list than her, and she refuses to concede the point to me. So, and I would trust her. She's from Connecticut. I'm not. Um, so, so I have this. You want me to pull up the screenshot? Yeah, pull up the screenshot if you can. Okay, give me a second. Well, it's oh, in the... a story post, so it's really hard, Cage, because it's going to be okay. So, just a quick, we'll put a quick hitter, just so I'm not misquoting the facts, just so the YouTube yeah. people can see it. And it's just a quick one right there. And basically, what it shows is the the sale of the Patrick Mahomes gold vinyl out of five prism PSA ten, and it circles. Tell me what those circled numbers are. So, last sold price is three ninety nine seventy five. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, that guys. was this weekend, three ninety nine seventy. Yep. And prior to that, this year, I think. $511.78. So $500,000, right? Is that what that says? $511.78, yeah. $511. $511, dude. (laughs) Exactly, right? So that's a great card, right? But I think if Patrick Mahomes was doing some better, if he was playing a little bit better, if that card wasn't sold now, Right, if a card was sold, you know, earlier in the a year, maybe before a month ago, it probably would have sold for significantly more. And yet, it's in the storytelling. If you look at Ken Golden's Twitter, which I'm not going to make you pull up, the exact, the exact same thing is done. Ken talks about how this is a winner. This the this same card sold in 2018 for like 300 and something dollars. Right, not that this card a month ago would have probably been 500,000 and now it's 400,000. It's just, it's all in the messaging, right? Like you wouldn't think that this would be the week where people who, there it is, where people who are selling Patrick Mahomes cards are being touted for their shrewd sales of cards. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Look, 399,000 was purchased uh, 
in 2018 for $511.78. So you had a huge, huge rate of return, the whole deal. So I, it's funny, right? Because I think if you look around the internet today, the vast majority of people would be saying how um, Patrick Mahomes is, is a question mark, right? Like, it, you know, now is not the time to be selling your Patrick Mahomes cards, is it? You know, why would you sell Mahomes now? I mean, his, he's three and four. You know, the Raiders are way out in front in the division by a couple games. And, and Shout out uh, to your Raiders. They played know, well. Their car looks pretty good, too. He looks all right. I don't. I have no faith in the Raiders. Um, although I've won with the Raiders now two weeks in a row and whatnot. Woohoo! So, more importantly, um, it's all in the storytelling. Look how they did it. They didn't. They didn't do the storytelling. Look here. Here's a Mahomes card. It sold for four hundred thousand. Too bad it ended this weekend, at the time where Mahomes was stinking it up. Um, you know, because it would have sold for more. No, they went back to two thousand eighteen and found that that card sold for five hundred bucks, and now it's selling for four hundred thousand. And talk about like what a great thing it is. I mean, so, in, in March and April of this year, you've talked about how numbers and data can be used to tell any story you wanted to tell. Well, I mean, and listen, it's not these guys' fault. It's actually a good thing, right? Because really what it shows is that if you – if and I have to still, guys, at 45 years old, doing a show about this every day and saying it, I have to have Andrew remind me of this myself when it comes to even our podcast or NFTs or my own purchase, my own investments. If you are a photographer, use a wide lens. Same thing when you're looking at the cards. And what these guys are doing with their posts, Ken and Chris Hodge, Card Ladder, they're taking a wider view of this. That yeah, Mahomes might not be killing it right now, but if you were a Mahomes believer in 2018, three years ago, and you spent $500 on a card, that card can now be worth $400,000, right? It's take that wider view, take that longer view of it. Um, and it's, I mean, I, I like it. It's good storytelling. The flip side of the storytelling, right? P. Ryan's post about how PWCC, everything's going for, for uh, steals, right? He didn't post a lot of cards. I mean, and then the cards he did post, did you notice what it was? A PSA 10 1990 Skybox Sean Kemp. Yeah, kind of like not cardboard, not culturally relevant cards. I mean, it's the kind of cards that you, you know, you you send to a consigner just so that you have some money to, you right. know, keep keep the electric on this month. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something where you're like, oh, wow, you know, the Sean Kemp documentary is coming out. Let me capitalize on Sean Kemp now. Now, keep in mind, all right, PWCC. The big story is they had 40,000 cards, right? And we had Jesse on here, and they were holding that out as a good thing, that there were 40,000 cards being sold. Obviously, people love the fact that they're selling these cards. And I said to him, you know, isn't 40,000 a bad thing? Doesn't it show that people who have their cards with you are looking to just sell them and get rid of them, right? And, and um, you know, he said a lot of them were ones that were up for sale and then got kind of, you know, necked. Now, I talked about this Um for the monthly auctions. I said this a couple weeks ago that people who listen to us should look for bargains in PWCC's first monthly auction, just like there were bargains in PWCC's first premiere auction. Now, we may find that this is even different than the premiere and that this is one where it's not sustainable for them to be selling these type of cards because they just don't have the eyeballs unless they grow it. You know what I mean? Unless they do a, a little press, kind of like they did with the premiere, mm-hmm. um, unless they're advertising it, um, you know, for selling things, what made eBay great was all of the eyeballs were there. It was all set up and everybody was there and you had a watch list and everybody knew to look on eBay. People didn't know that if they were going to try to buy a Sean Kemp card, 
oh, eBay, um, uh, PWCC is going to have it. You know, like so some of these lower end cards, it doesn't surprise me that they sold for a little bit less. You know, it's sort of like um, when anybody starts out, right? You know, the wharf is a heck of a consigner now, but when he started out, people were probably hesitant to send cards to him because he didn't have a following. It's the same thing. Even though PWCC is a juggernaut, this is the first thing that first time they've done their own platform with their own monthly auction. So how much do you think about this stuff? So we talk about web 2.0 to web three, web 3.0 is community, right? Yep. It's not enough to just say that, you know, people on our site buy sports cards. Well, what types of sports cards do PWCC customers typically buy? PWCC customers are usually higher end investors, are they not? So they're more than likely not looking for cards that are one, two, three, four thousand dollars. They're looking for 20, 30, 40, 50 and above. How much does that play into it, right? Because the wharf also, people know why they go to the wharf. People know why they go to Probe's team. People know why they go to Golden. People know why they go to PWCC. Well, they're all on eBay. I mean, that's part of the key, right? Whether it's with, when you look for something on eBay, you're not looking for the seller, right? A lot of people search by the seller, but like when I look for a card, I'm looking on eBay and it, it turns out it's with a certain seller. Great. You know what I mean? Then that's fine. And then in addition to it being on eBay, Probstein, you know, they'll send out an email saying, here's what's, you know, here's what's going on today. Here's what's ending today. Um, I mean, I might have missed them or maybe they're buried in a bunch of stuff, but I haven't seen a PWCC. Hey, here's the monthly auction. Here's what's the highlights. Maybe because they can't pick which ones of the 40,000 cards. That's a lot of auctions. It's a lot of stuff ending um, and good for them because they're going to generate a lot of money for themselves. That's not going to go to eBay. Um, and it's going to be interesting. I will tell you, I, I was bidding on a few items the last couple of nights. I'm bidding on a couple items tonight. The items that I was bidding on did not end cheap, you know, but I, I'm not buying, you know, P Ryan's 90 skybox cards though, I guess. I mean, I was bidding on higher end cards. Um, and they eventually went for higher than I wanted to pay for them. So, you know, I did not see that. I saw the, the post and really I, I wanted to look at what kind of cards people were talking about because a lot of people are talking about it and it really is about how you tell the story, right? Now, I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe for right now, PWCC, the people who usually buy with them are higher end buyers and that's why the premier auction seems to work. Um, what do you think that leads to? You think maybe you have people emptying the cards out of their PWCC vault and sending them to uh, Probstein or the Wharf to sell on eBay to get that eBay exposure? Or you think PWCC realizes these stories are out there about their cards and, and you know, we'll have to do a better job promoting? Can I give them a suggestion if they're here? Well, maybe they expand their monthly auction to be more than just one week in the month. eBay has those auctions every day. Right. And when they were on eBay, it was enough. But right now they have a baseball day, a basketball day, a football day, you know, non-sport hockey. And then, you know, the whole deal. And I get it. I'm sure it takes a, 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 a whole village to run this. But maybe maybe they do two days of, you know, one baseball, basketball, one football and everything else or et cetera, where it's the low rent cards. I mean, if they have a premier auction where it's the cards are, you know, supposed to be twenty five thousand or more. And obviously not all of them get there. Well, maybe they have cards that have a target of a thousand dollars or less or something like that or five hundred dollars or less and they sell those on certain days and they're able to promote them more because obviously when you're selling a sean kemp 1990 skybox on the same day that you're selling um 
you know, there was a LeBron refractor PSA 10 rookie, you're not promoting the Sean Kemp's of the world. You're promoting the LeBron, you know? So, you know, maybe if they expand it a little bit and yeah, it's another day or whatever it is, maybe, you know, round two becomes a couple of days and maybe you have certain, you know, lower threshold cards in there that people are looking for and you make it an event with some press. I struggle. So I love all that cage. I'm, I'm just, my wheels are spinning. Cause you know, I'm not a big auction guy. You're, you're, you're actually mm-hmm. the guy that got me into auctions. What, what, where I come from is I come from small business and building repeat customers. And I also come from the school of Gary V where I've learned marketing, right? I'm a natural salesperson, but I've learned marketing. I think PwC are natural salespeople. You know, you have Jesse, he's a, he's a salesperson, you know, good looking chap, tall, charismatic. But I've also believed that marketing and building a community is important. We, you know, the guys at PWCC listen to this and they're giving Jesse a hard time now about how you say he's good looking. Well, he probably, is good looking. Thank you, Andrew and Jesse. Sitting in a tree. Okay, that, that stuff? I could hear it now in Oregon as they listen. Oh, no. In Oregon, is, okay. Pause, I'll backpedal. But no, and, and you and I go back and forth, you know, like I always say, like we've built this business, but you're like, our podcast isn't a business, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. I podcast. think a podcast is no is no longer a nice to have. I believe some sort of media is a necessity. I think it's the only way of the future. And I think it's great to go on other people's shows. But when you go on other people's shows, okay, they get to know you, they get to know what you're about, but they have to have a home, right? Why are you too good for your home? Why won't you go Why home? Are you too good for your home? You need to have your own YouTube channel. You need to have your own place of content where you build a community around. Ken Golden does an amazing job of that. He goes live. People listen. People listen in numbers, right? Progstein does his own thing, but believe it or not, he also does it in his own way because he has an email newsletter. A lot of people What's don't it? realize how many emails are on on uh, Progstein's email. I'm going to give Progstein some credit. Um, you know, Maybe he's caring enough to sell, but I've sold with Progstein for quite some time, and he does not give me a dollar for this. He does not give our show anything, so let's just make sure that's out there, right? I give compliments to people when they're earned. Not just because we're we have a strategic partnership with them. I have, we have nothing with Progstein. I do want to talk about that. But he he, you know, it used to be you sent cards to Probstein and it was like sending it into a black hole. But my last stuff that I sent over to him, I got an email, your shipment has been received. And I wrote back, I'm like, Rick, what is this? And he's like, We're trying to be professional, you know, he's trying to be professional now, Cage. And then the next day when the stuff got listed, I got a link to all of the eBay, you know, listings. And it was like, here's your listings. And I'm like, wow. Normally I had to like search for them. I had to go back three, four days. And the, I take a picture of my cards so I can find which ones I sent and, you know, link them up and watch them. But now I got a, now I got a link with all my stuff in it. It was like, you know, it's pretty, pretty well done. We're going, we're going into the century. Shoot. Amazing. Had nothing to do with what I, anything I was saying there, but <laughs> of course it does. You were saying how Probstein works hard and that he, there's a lot of work that goes into what he does by sending out an email. And I'm saying, look, they're even adding more work to it, not just in promoting, but in, in, you know, behind the scenes working for their consigners. I think an auction house in today's day in age needs to promote. Agreed. I, I don't think it's a nice to have. I think it's a necessity. You know, um, the market is the market is the market type of thing. Like, whether we personally individually have strong feelings of should you sell your car, like should you promote your cards or whatever, the auction house has a responsibility to get eyeballs, right? Ken Golden does that in his peacock shirt, flamboyant, loud. Probstein 
up until this year, no one even really knew who Prostein was, <laughs> but he had an email newsletter. Yep. Thousands, not tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of names where you get an email saying, these are the cards that are ending. I believe that's how Cage even might have bought his Pele Afigad or something, whatever. No, no. When I sold it, it, was, sold the, it, was, it was the headline auction of his. It was, it was the title of his email. So that kind of stuff matters, guys. That's and, and that would be my suggestion for PWCC as well. It's like you got to promote. You, it's just today's day and age. It's how it is. I, I want to ask you. Someone tweeted at us, and a few people have come up with this. Like, hey, stop giving you know PWCC or stop giving alt um, airtime and stuff like that. I'm curious what your thoughts are on it because my play today, I actually found it on alt, right? And I'm sitting here thinking, like, I'm just a peon in the hobby and. I need to use the tools that we have at our disposal. Alt is one of the better built platforms to buy these low to mid-end cards. I love how Alt's built. It's it's amazing. Um, it has good functionality. Does that excuse what they did with the data breach? Absolutely not. Does it excuse what PWCC's accusations if true? Absolutely not. But how do you how do we deal with that nuance, right? People listening to our show saying, hey. To stop giving these guys airtime, stop even talking about their businesses. But also, there's a lot of good opportunities. How do we, you know what I'm saying? I do. I'd be curious to hear what people say. I mean, you know, these are businesses, right? And and businesses are made of people, and businesses and people make mistakes, I guess. Um, I can honestly tell you, I've never sold or purchased anything through Alt. So I don't have anything good or bad to say. Um, obviously, they had their, you know, they had their uh, their issue, and it's a bad one. And let's not, you know, let's not <laughs> let's not sugarcoat it, right? You know, um, and there's only one way to hit a business, right? And it's if 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 you thought that that was bad enough, you don't give them your business. But here we are. Um, you're trying to provide value for our audience. And if everyone who's selling cards out there is flawed, if everyone has show bidding accusations, if everyone has fake autographs in their past, if everyone out there is flawed, right? Then, you know, you're the, you're the Bible student, man. What do they say about, uh, what do they say about glass houses? To err is human, to forgive is divine. Well, yeah, that's a good one, too. It's not the quote I was looking for, but... Um, Those are glass houses. Uh, uh, yes. If you live in glass... Don't throw stones if you live in glass house. <laughs> Let's keep rocking. Face. We've talked about these businesses. Michael Jackson jacket. All them zippers. It's 50 cents. All these businesses, that's what they are. They're businesses. They're for us to... I'm rapping over here. It's good stuff. Oh, I thought you were going to Let's yeah. get into... You want to make the announcement, Cage, or do you want me to go into well, my plan? That's 50 cent. Patiently waiting for a track to explode on. Dude, 50 cent kind of came at an interesting time. Uh, did you ever watch TRL? Yes, I did. I did. TRL with Carson Daly. It was like my staple after coming home from school. We, I would watch TRL and then we'd go play backyard football or the capture the flag in our neighborhood. Um, so much fun. 
Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. Oof, look at that one. Talk about throwing a stone at a glass house. Doesn't that end of that video? Throw like a rock through the glass, right? So we bring it all all back together like a Seinfeld episode. So so big announcement, the announcement. All right, guys. So um, we're not talking NFTs here, guys. And so you don't, don't tune us out. It's not an NFT. It's not an NFT talk. But <clears throat> we want to thank our community. We want to thank the people who have... Um, been with us since last July, the people who support us, um, the people who, um, you know, who listen. Um, I think it's one of the most amazing things in the world when somebody comes up to us at an event like at Bleaker, for example, nice hat, and says, I listen to every single day. I don't miss an episode. It's the best for working out. It's the best for walking my dog. It's the best for my run or in my commute. I, I think that's amazing. And for everybody who's listening to this while you're running, working out, commuting, thank you, right? We have this platform where we are able to, you know, talk to the titans of this industry and have them on and bring them to you because of you, right? If you weren't listening, nobody would come on and 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 talk to Andrew and I, and we know PWCC is listening to what we're saying now. We know Ken Golden is listening to what we're saying now about the auctions, um, and that's because of you guys. And and I can say without equivocation that we are in the midst of our best listening two week period that we've ever had on our show. The numbers are I don't know what we did right. I don't know what's going on. Thank you to all of you guys, but we have more listeners now than we've ever had on our show. By a long shot, I hope it. I hope it keeps up. I hope we can keep this momentum going. I'll continue to act a fool. Maybe that's what's doing it. I have no idea, but maybe it was the collector series. More likely that. It's um, a combination. It's a combination yeah. of amazing guests. Your amazing. Person I'm gonna say it's all spinatron. It's all spinatron. I'm gonna give him spin. Spin gets all the credit. But um, but the point we're trying to make is we have what I would consider the most amazing and supportive community out there. Not just in the hobby, but but I would say anywhere. And we did start an NFT and we did say to our folks, hey, you know, we'd love for you to, you know, get involved in this and that our mission for our show and for our NFT and for everything else is to continue to provide value for you guys, right? But in turn, <laughs> you guys are able to add value to our show because you listen, because the numbers are there, because we have this amazing Luca Nation community. So Andrew and I have been talking to Dibs and... We like the team over there. We like what they offer. We like um, the frack packs. Mm -hmm. And uh, this week, I think maybe even tomorrow, we're going to do a special show with Dibs, um, yeah. where we're going to have um, we're going to have Dibs on the show and go over their product. When, their Wednesday at four p.m. Eastern, uh, Evan, the CEO, is going to be coming on. He'll give you kind of the one hundred and one of what Dibs is, why it was started, what what the future holds, and how it's how it's going, as well as we're going to give away three hundred dollar frack packs. So Thanks. tomorrow, four p.m. Eastern. So we're doing that, and how Wednesday. how how does that? So yeah, Wednesday, four p.m. So you listen to this, you might be listening to this on Wednesday. You know, make sure you tune in Wednesday, four p.m. Are we doing it live? Yep. Okay, YouTube so live. YouTube live Wednesday, four p.m. So why am I making it more than just that? Because dibs, uh, we're entering into a. Um, a deal with dibs where we're going to be doing one month of not only have this podcast, but we're going to do an NBA kickoff and we're going to do kind of, um, you know, every Thursday, uh, a segment in our episodes where we talk about what dibs offerings were in the previous week and what dibs offerings 
uh, are in the, in the coming week and whether or not we see any opportunities in there. Um, we get an opportunity to do something like this because of you guys, because we know you're going to listen. We know that you guys are going to be, you know, out there buying dibs. You use, you know, the, their platform. Um, and we want to be able to bring that value to you. But, but more importantly, um, dibs is going to be paying us for the month. And um, we're going to be giving that to you guys. So um, all the money we get for the dib sponsorship, um, we're going to turn around and we're going to give it to Tiger holders. And here's what our plan is for that. Because we did say we're going to provide value for you guys, and we are in this all together. We are in this as uh, you know one community. Um, we're going to do an NBA kickoff show with them in the next two weeks. Um, we'll have some details of the giveaways and the whole nine yards and how we're going to do it in our Discord. If you haven't joined, please you know jump in the Discord. We'll put an announcement in there. But basically, we're going to be running a promotion on the Tigers where anybody who mints one between now and when we do this show we're going to send you a free one. You get two. And then we're going to be picking um, randomly um, tiger holders who we're just going to distribute the money that we're getting from dibs. And it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's not life changing money, but uh, you know, we're, we're talking about basically distributing $5,000 to our community. Um, So all of the dibs contract to tiger holders. Um, We've been giving this some thought, right? And, um, you know, Andrew and I kind of agree that, you know, these type of um, these type of things come up for us because we want to provide value for our audience. Um, and these type of things come up for us because, you know, our, our, our business partners, you know, the folks who come to us with these ideas know that our community is the type of community that they want on their platform, that they want to show the value that they can bring. Um, so it's nice. It's symbiotic. And we're only given this opportunity to talk about this product and provide the value for you because of you guys. So we want to give that. We want to give you guys something back. So we hope you find that interesting. Get on our Discord. We'll give you some more updates about that. Um, and I'm sure this isn't the last time we're going to be doing something like this for you guys. Um, you know, we want to make our, our, you know, our NFT different than, you know, what everybody else has out there. And we think something like this has never been done before. Um, and we want to do it as a thank you. You know, it's basically so, a give back. So I might lose some people here. And I'm glad you gave that, like, 101 version. So what makes NFT so cool? And, guys, you could subscribe to Crypto Casuals where we promised we're, we started it and we did. We delivered. It's going to be our channel for NFT content. Right. You asked, hey, guys, we tune into you for sports cards, not NFTs. So please keep it somewhere else. Please subscribe to Crypto Casuals. We're three shows in. We're going to do a fourth one. We're going to have Zane on who worked for Gary V and helped to build V friends this week. We have him on. So if you want to hear NFT stuff and all stuff with Lucas Tigers or NFT, please go there. There's this concept of a DAO. Right. And it's a decentralized autonomous organization. Uh and the whole concept of that is we're all in this together, right? And that our community should decide how our earnings are spent, right? So it's so early on, but but we we thought, hey, let's try it with something like this. Let's see what happens. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's new. It's, it's innovative. But we felt if we have the right intentions, we'll figure out the how. That's where we're at. We want to give back to the community. So all that money is going right into the, the Tiger Luca Tiger Art Fund, and then we'll be distributed through there. The great thing is that the centralized autonomous organization, the people that are holding the NFT get to vote. 
they have voters' rights. They get to decide. Uh, and that's where things get exciting. Uh, and that's all we really got to say on it. I, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope this is exciting news for you guys. It's exciting news for us. Uh, you have a play? Huh? You have a play? I have an amazing play. Yes. Move on. No, you can. I mean, keep talking about it. I don't want to lose our, our card, folks. I mean, this is cards, right? So we're talking about how, you know, we're going to have dibs on and it's going to be another introduction to another new platform for many of you. Um, I can't wait to hear uh, more from the dibs company. Um, but yeah, we told you if you want to talk crypto, we'll talk crypto on Crypto Casual. So sign up over there and, and we'll give you more details there. But we did want to make sure that, you know, the folks who are listening to this know that. Um, we're always trying to come up with creative ways to give back to you guys. And uh, we think this is one of them. Well, what's cool is, and this is a card thing, as much as it's NFTs, we can use the art fund to buy sports cards. Mm-hmm. The community has the option to vote, say, hey, guys, you know, why don't we use the money to buy, you know, Tula Mello all Prism Silvers, for example? I'm just, or hey, I'm going to buy, what if we use this? And then, Let's sit on them for an extended period of time and voting, we sell it and profits get distributed. So there is a way to integrate NFTs with sports cards. So moving on, my play today is revolutionary and it's, it's decided Fleer Ultra is my favorite. You know that already. I love Fleer Ultra. And what if I was to tell you, I could get you a Fleer Ultra gold medallion card of the greatest football player of all time for less than a hundred bucks. Oh, and by the way, it's graded. Wow. It's pretty cool. This one is one of those that's going to go to first come, first serve, but I believe this is going to be scooped up quickly. I'm going to share my screen. Look at this card cage. So we got a 2004 Ultra Tom Brady gold medallion and a PSA 8, which you know how hard the, this card is to get graded. Look at that card, right? A PSA 10 of the non-gold medallion sells for 800 bucks. cage. How much do you think this card is? No clue. Take a a couple hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks. 99 or best offer. Wow. Look at that. So nice card. It's a beautiful card. It's not going to break a bank. Look at the photography. You get Brady. Like you, How many cards do you get the full player in it? You get Brady throwing. You have a gold medallion, which I believe is – I mean, you were looking at a few of these over the weekend on PWCC, the mm-hmm. Ultra, the Platinum, all that stuff. We brought. I brought you guys the Michael Jordan Ultra of 1998, which, where it's like the – Iconic card where he's wearing his uh, Jordan ones in the garden, playing I think against Patrick Ewan. Vertical view. It's the two thousand. It's the nineteen ninety eight Michael Jordan Ultra card. You guys could look it up. Here's another one of a goat that you can get for what I think is is so underpriced. It's not even funny. I think the only reason this is a hundred dollars is because it's graded a PSA eight, and people don't respect eights. But I think it's foolish that this card is less than a thousand bucks because there are maybe. 50 of these in the world, 100 of these in the world, probably less. Let's go uh, on the back. Let's go on the back. Oh, yeah, that's a nice card. It's a really nice card. It's a nice-looking eight. Uh, there's not a ton of these out there, which is what makes our place so unique and why we told you guys, you know, hit that subscribe button, whether that's on YouTube or the podcast. So it's first come, first serve. Smash it. Smash, smash, smash. Not all of our plays are going to be high pop. Sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. So this one to me is is a no-brainer steal. It's a beautiful card. I couldn't be more excited about this card. This play. is why I hate doing the show, because I want to buy the card now, and I can't It's a nice that. card, right? <laughs> I hate doing That's a nice card. So mine is one where you don't have to be rushing to get it. As a matter of fact, I don't know if I'd buy it today. But, guys, so mine is, um, as Andrew likes to say, you know, lead a fish to water. 
an official thank you because if it was out of water for too long, it will it would drown. Mm-hmm. It would it would die because you know it has gills and it can't stay out of water for that long. And then say something about a horse and the water as well. So so teach a man to fish and he'll make sushi, something like that. You had like a whole bunch of these great like lines. Mine is that we don't have to reinvent the wheel. I'm guilty of this myself so many times. It's like I, I look too hard. I'm gonna find. I don't want to buy the good card. Let me buy his third best card and see if it becomes his best card. Like you know, like sometimes you think too hard, right? So guys, I'm here to reiterate for you a a time tested strategy. That Whoa. what a time tested strategy you like that? I like those. Okay, time tested strategy that will work for you. It's guaranteed to work for you, and. All you have to do is be willing to um, forego what's shiny and hot right now, right? So what's shiny and hot right now is Ja Morant. You know, we talked about myself, right? Everybody likes Ja. You know, as far as I'm concerned, he won the MVP in the first week of the NBA. Who knows what's going to happen in week two? But, uh, you know, him and Steph, they're hot as can be. That's what's shiny. In order, what else is shiny right now? Josh Allen. Uh, Kyla Murray. You know, these football guys, they're all shiny. Even hockey, if that's your thing, right? Hockey cards. You know, hockey started up, right? So here's where I would look. My tried and true thing is buying the offseason and selling the run-up to the next season. Um, I would start over the next couple of weeks looking at the cards of the – Front runners for MVP that don't win MVP in the majors. And you and I can sit here and probably come up with five names very easily off the top of our head. Mike Trout, Mookie Betts. I don't know if people remember this because everybody remembers my my uh, my my prediction about Otani, but I also said crazy Juan Soto comes back and wins the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to finish second, I think. But he, damn, he made it close. He passed Tatis in that race. I still think that um, that Bryce Harper wins the MVP in the National League, but Soto is going to get some votes. But guys like Soto, guys like um, like Mookie Betts, and here's what, what's happening, right? So people were holding cards of somebody like Mookie Betts, hoping that he was going to go to the World Series and maybe do you know, a little bit better. Let's talk about just his... And this, guys, whoever you like, I'll do Mookie just because I know his cards, right? I own a couple of them. But people were holding Mookie's cards thinking he's going to go to the World Series again, maybe win another World Series, add something to his resume. And card, let's just use the Topps Update PSA 10. The one that Gary V famously held up. That was going to five, six, seven hundred dollars $700, right? Last week, before he was eliminated, this card was in the mid-threes, right? Now, now that he's been eliminated... I see it available for two and change or best offer. I see lots of auctions, um, you know, in the low twos, high ones. Now they're not over yet, but people are now dumping those cards who were holding them, hoping that they'd be able to flip them when he got to the World Series and maybe won the World Series. And now they're looking to get out and probably buy those John Moran cards at the peak too, because there are a lot of people who like to sell a little lower and buy a little higher. There are plenty of people out there. You don't have to jump on it right now, although right now is a pretty good time to buy Mookie Betts because like, people are dumping. There's a little volume out there. When there's volume and not a lot of people looking, you'd probably be able to grab a steal, especially for that guy who's got a that $2.99 best offer. He might take a high once just to get it out and you know put it into some basketball or some football. You never know. Um, 
But this is a strategy that will work for you. The card is already significantly lower than it was last week with the potential hype and the potential win. Um, it will probably go even lower in a month, um, you know, after folks are out. Um, and bets like Trout, like Soto, um, the guys who are not going to win an MVP award this year, um, Tatis, even if you want to throw him in there on the right card, Chrome, um, uh, Vlad Guerrero, guys who are just no This is tried and true. This is tried and true. This is dip buying. Yeah, you buy it right now on a dip when nobody is buying it because the demand is not there. And all you're going to have to do is hang on to those cards for a couple months. February, yeah. people are going to start talking about pitchers and catchers reporting. March, spring training is going to be. And I'm not even telling you to hold these for a game. I'm telling you, one of our one of our smart folks came on here and said people don't get hurt while they're home. Yeah. I'm saying buy it now and sell it when they report for spring training and people yeah. start getting all giddy about the prices. And it will be more then than it is now and over the next couple of weeks when people are just exiting those cards. So that's that's my 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 play. I mean, if you want to go with bets, you go with bets. If you want to go with if you like somebody else better. I mean, Trout is one where his cards are starting to get a little beat down because of uh, injuries as well this year. But he'll be healthy to start the season. And, you know, it'll be another one where people start talking about this is the year. This is the year. Now, a healthy Trout and Otani healthy going into it. MVP and, you know, and, and MVP, co-MVPs. And, and they'll they'll make some other move. And people will talk about this is the year where Trout actually wins something. I, I would rather hold bets than Trout. I really Either would. one. It's just – it's personal preference. I'm just saying it doesn't Trout, have to be a bets play. Trout is just at such a high price point. You know what I mean? Like – he, 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 I think it's unfair to say that Trout doesn't have risk because he's been injured. Oh, he's got a, a ton of risk, but he's got no risk between now and spring training. So if you're just looking to get into him now and get out when all the hype is there and yep. people start talking about, is this the year when you add a healthy Trout to a healthy Otani pitching and batting and the other folks they have on Joe Adele and blah, 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 this might be the year that Trout breaks through and wins a championship Sell. <laughs> Don't wait for to not make the playoffs again. Hey, how important is ownership in in, um, in baseball? Like Magic Johnson and that group came in and bought out the Dodgers, and ever since then they've been getting insane free agents, insane pitchers. How important is like? Well, the willingness to spend money is the key, right? And people knowing that you're willing to spend money is a key. Also, it will br- it will bring free agents there. It'll bring people there. Um, you know, we have a Steinbrenner owning the Yankees, but it's not George Steinbrenner anymore. And, you know, you used to know as a Yankee fan that if there was a move to be made at the deadline, he was going to do it. Even if it cost more money, he was going to outspend whoever it was. Probably to that detriment sometimes because, you know, I'm sure agents like Scott Boris was able to say, hey, I got this on the table. You got to beat it. And I'm sure there was nothing ever on the table. Um, but, you know, I'll never forget. The Yankees are doing great. And then it's, oh, Roger Clemens. Coming out of nowhere, you know, he hasn't played all season, but he's up there in George Steinbrenner's, you know, owner's box, and he's re-signed, and you grab Roger Clemens to make a playoff run. Um, you know, th- it definitely matters, and it matters to your players, too, because you have an owner who people want to play for, and an owner you know is going to give you a chance to compete every year by signing people. People want to go to that team. You know, it attracts talent. PWCC, Golden, the Wharf, Consignment. We talked a little bit about auctions and all that stuff, you know, how they all market, all, all that good stuff. Tom Brady, Gold Medallion from 2004. We should throw one down. PWCC, if you listen to this, right? we have no deal with PWCC. There are people talking about the monthly auction. We had you on to talk about the monthly auction. 
we'd love to have you back on to chat about what your thoughts were after the monthly auction ends. It's still going on. It's going on right now. You know, people may see the stories and all of a sudden the hockey sales might explode tonight. You never know. You know, it might just been the first day, um, you know, basketball sales that people are like, oh, these are a little lower. But come on, tell us, you know, come on next week. Tell us, you know, the week after. Come in the first week of November and tell us, you know, what you guys thought about it. What you learned from it? You know, what might you be tweaking for the next one to sort of promote it more? And come on and we'll, you know, we'll help you promote it for the people who are selling with you. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I'll throw a little invite down. Why the heck not? What are you eating there? Pumpkin seeds. My favorite snack around this time. Love pumpkin seeds. Super salty, but really healthy. I like pumpkin spice. I don't People like pumpkin put, spice either. These don't pumpkin taste spice like pumpkin. on everything. Can I tell you what I don't like? Pumpkin donuts. And here's why. Ian will only eat one kind of donut. He likes blueberry donuts. Wow, that's delicious. That's what he loves. With a glaze? But yes, but in the fall, they stop making blueberry donuts and they replace them with pumpkin donuts. That's no more that's no more blueberry true. munchkins. They only make pumpkin flavor. No more blueberry donuts. They replace them with pumpkin. And he hates it. So now... We don't go don't we we get no donuts for a couple months and then we go back to it. Blueberry comes back out. The bigger issue there is Ian's diet and nutrition plan, but he when the podcast takes off, and I mean it's already taken off, but I'm moving you guys down to Puerto Rico with me. We're gonna have some fun. That's good, man. You. I'm gonna get some chili rellenos, some acapujas. Dude, Puerto I'm Rico. telling you, I, you guys might see like I was supposed to fly out yesterday. Tamales. I decided to play it safe. I had the sniffles. I wasn't feeling good this weekend, so I wanted to take a few days. I didn't want to fly. Uh, I'm telling you guys, with this change of seasons, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you guys do it. I miss Mexico and the warm tropical climate. Uh, I would miss Mexico, too, in the warm tropical climate if I were hanging out in Mexico. When they came back here in the cold, then I was stuck in Philly for a week. I want to go back to Mexico, too. That's the thing. It's not cold. You know what I mean? But it's like... It's, it's nice, but then it's like, anyway, we're rambling, we're ranting. Guys, we're really excited. Um, we're, we're never going to be the guys that pretend we have all the answers, but we will pretend that we're the guys that, you know, we care, we want we want to win, we have good intentions, and we're learning. We're learning every single day. So we're really excited about this partnership. We're really excited about deploying the partnership funds into our Tiger Art Fund and uh, kind of embarking on this next stage of our Lucas Tigers NFTs. Again, for the duration, you mint one, you get one. Uh, so really excited about the future, guys. Uh, and subscribe to Crypto Casuals if you want to get more NFT content from us. What else? Can I throw a little fun one on there? My streak continues. What's I, again, did not get a pack on Top Shot today. Thank you, Top Shot. What do you think, what do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of demand. And, you know, I was in the general queue with a thousand WNBA legendary packs available and I was number nine thousand six hundred and fifty one. It happens, I guess. But I still it almost a full calendar year of Top Shot. I've attempted to get almost every rare or better pack and I've only only gotten common packs. So what you're saying is you, like shoot, you shoot blanks. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. I shoot blanks. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. Everybody thinks they're funny. You know, everybody thinks they have a sense of humor. But not everybody does. Like, for example, a joke, you know, what's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? Are you sure you want to get us canceled? You can unscrew a light bulb. 
Cardboard Underground, that one's for you. That's from My Blue Heaven. The dude knows every line. He like quotes me movie lines by uh, in 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 direct messages. So there you go. That's straight from Steve Martin. He tells the joke to Rick Moranis, and Rick Moranis doesn't doesn't laugh. This episode of Lucas Tigers and Bronze was brought to you by Hybrid Grading Approach. Take it from someone who has personally submitted thousands of cards for grading. HGA slabs just hit different. They're top of the line and color coordinated to match the card itself. The aesthetics are unrivaled in the industry. When paired with the ease of submission and the transparency of the pricing model, HGA stands alone as the best choice for grading your cards. I believe that once you try them out, you will agree. Thanks for listening, Luca Nation. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now nah, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.